there. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Sarah Stratton. And I'm Travis Chapman. Pay no mind to him. He's just here. Um, this is actually all <laughs> my idea. I'm the one who decided, hey, we should do a podcast. Yeah. No, that's not true. It was his idea and I got roped into it. Anyway, our podcast is called That'll Teach, If You Let It, where we cover some fun, interesting topics that relate to educators. Hopefully give you some good information, but also provide you with some humor and lightheartedness in these unprecedented times. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like, gotta work that word unprecedented. If you're yeah, gonna, unprecedented. Has if to you're going to do anything within the last 12 months, right? Right. So, what are we talking about today? Um, so, we're talking about self-care today. Mm, self-care, another buzzword. Yes, buzzword there, self-care. Um, how, do, how, how well do you think you do at self-care? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. Hmm. Rating scale here, I'm on a 1 see, to 10. I'm very aware that, that I need self-care. Uh, that's important. But uh, I don't. I don't usually practice self care. It's one of those things that like sounds good. Mm-hmm. Everybody like sounds good on paper, but when you try to implement it, it's like mm, it's a little more involved than I thought it would be. Yeah. So when people say take care of yourself mm-hmm. or you need to take care of yourself, we all say it. Yeah. We tell everybody else to do that. Mm-hmm. And if we've got any friends, which I mean that one that you have. I'm sure it tells you <laughs> tells you to uh, take care of yourself, yeah, right? Yeah, well, at least I have one. Yeah, everybody needs one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, really, what does that mean? I think we could have all different kinds of definitions of self-care, but it's pretty kind of self-explanatory and taking care of yourself, but that can mean many different ways. The way that you take care of yourself, the way I take care of myself, so forth, right. uh, could, be, could be different. Um, it should be different. It should. Don't you think? Yeah. Different people need different things. So I think the thing, the part of that, that the pieces of that that we have in common is that when we say self care, it's not just like physically taking care of ourselves, but mm-hmm. emotionally taking care of ourselves, mentally taking care of ourselves. So all of those different areas of self care, but how we do those or what that looks like. But if you had to tell someone, if you answered that question, if they said take care of yourself and you said you were what would you tell them like what what examples what would you give them for self-care? self-care well like personally it would be after my daughter goes to bed I sit and do nothing just gotta turn my brain off for just a little bit yeah just have time to not do anything otherwise my brain goes into hyperdrive and I spiral pretty quickly so do you do that like when some people say that they, they turn on the TV and they're like watching shows or whatever or do you, are you just See, talking about just completely removing I, from stuff no I have to have like there has to be some kind of noise whether it's like listening to music or the TV or you know I'm a 31 year old who watches TikTok so <laughs> I do that sometimes too. so it makes you laugh right yeah. so that's always that, that's always good but uh, so, yeah, everybody has different ways to take care of themselves. And um, some of the things we do, we may not realize that that is part of how we take care of ourselves. So when maybe we think we don't, but in some right. ways maybe we do. But there's lots of excuses. Mm-hmm. We all give excuses for why we don't. We tell everybody else to do it. And we know it's important, but we tell everybody else not. So 
what are what, what's what's an excuse you your most common excuse for not taking care of yourself? My most common excuse. Yeah, what I don't would have you time. Say? I got too many other things that I have that I have to. So more important. Yeah. So if we were playing Family Feud, that'd probably be like the number one answer, right? Probably. Everybody says we're we're busy. Mm-hmm. Everybody I talk to is like, "How's it going? I'm busy," you know. And so we don't want to take time to take care of ourselves. You're a mom, mm-hmm. and you're a teacher, and mm-hmm. you take care of kids at school and your so job. Many and, children. Yes, <laughs> about to be more <laughs> in, in this virtual world. And yeah. then you go home, and you got a little one, and you know you've got to be on their schedule half the time so mm-hmm. it's hard to take time uh for yourself and so yeah well you have that problem too you have lots of children to take care of but then all these adults as well that need you and then you go home and you have a family that needs you as well so it's it's tough yeah yeah i think um most educators take care of other people like i think that's just mm-hmm. part of our dna and which is probably why it makes it the hardest when you, overall, as you look at that profession, a lot of people don't take care of themselves because they're so worried about everybody else. Right. Um, so it's, it's easier said than done. We all we all know that. Um, so I was I was reading a book last year, started a book, and then I know several other people in our district have read it. Um, I can't say that I've read the whole book. I've just kind of skimmed through chapters and read it. But um, <laughs> well, I will say that I read. A, I'm like my daughter in that I read a lot of books at one time. Mm-hmm. I just don't like read one and finish it and put it up another one. I will get around to finish it, but I might have seven that I'm reading. But this particular book is, it caught my attention because it was about cultivating emotional resilience in educators. And, you know, in our school, we talk a lot about grit and we talk about resilience with our kids and building that in our, in our children, emotional resilience. But when they talk about educators, I thought that was important because we deal with stuff too so we have to mm-hmm. we have to have that but there's one section talking about self-care and it talking about why we don't do it and so it basically went through four gaps four reasons why there's that gap between we know we should do it but we don't and so um i'll just quickly kind of hit those because i don't want this to be like this pd lesson or something like that that really will lose everybody that's even remotely listening <laughs> to us right now but there's a knowledge gap um, it talks about the knowledge gap, which I don't really think really applies to, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know you will. Um, I will. <laughs> about knowledge gap, it's like missing information. Right. Just I, like not knowing. Yeah, just not knowing. So like we might hear new information. The book talks about like something we've never heard about before, about exercise or about kale or about some particular superfood or something. I mean, sometimes you hear that stuff, but that doesn't right. like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. It's brand new information. Yeah, yeah, that's that's generally not how this thing works. And then there's a skills gap, which is like, we don't know how. We know we should. We know this is good, but we don't really know how, like, working out. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people know that working out helps, and that will help you Clearly. physically, mentally, and all that stuff, but... A lot of people don't know where to start. Right. They're not sure what workouts are going to be best for what they want to accomplish and, you know, where to start, what to do, how often yeah. to do it. Absolutely. And e- eating is another example. So I know, I, ne- I know personally, I need to eat better. But good. that's, uh, but what? Food is good. Food is good. <laughs> Food is good. And sometimes that can feel like self care, but. Um, temp- right. temporary self-care like, <laughs> yes. but like knowing what you hear so many different things like should eat this shouldn't eat that this mm-hmm. is good for you that's bad for you don't do that don't do this 
Um, so there's a skills gap. The, the next one is like a wheel gap. Mm, a wheel gap. Wheel yeah, gap. wheel gap. So this is like, we don't really think we need to take care of ourselves. And this is more about like, we, we get minimal sleep. We can, we can teach with a cold. We can figure it out. We can do it, whatever. So there's like this lack of wheel. We don't have this. We just don't really think it's that important. Um, kind of become apathetic mm-hmm. to it. Um, and then there's the last one is emotional intelligence gap. And it says, this one, I, I don't know that many people would admit to this too much, but we don't feel that we deserve to take care of ourselves. Mm. It's a deep one. Deep. Yeah, I don't think many people would, would flat out say. No, you that. wouldn't, you wouldn't I'm, tell I'm, me that? Like, yeah, I would tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Hey, listeners. <laughs> That emotional intelligence gap, that one's Ms. Stratton. Um, but, I mean, it would probably be um, surprising to know how many people actually actually feel that way. You know, mm-hmm. like every, everybody's going through stuff. Everybody's got something going on, and you put on a show for others. So there's probably a lot more people who um, that one resonates with them more yeah. than they would admit. Yeah, it's, it talks about how our, a lot of people feel that their value is tied to their output. What do I do if I work harder? If I do this, i got to do this. People won't respect me. I've got to do, do, do. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I know you're laughing, and that will hopefully get cut. But we've got to do more to impress people, or we've got to do more because there's we've got to give to other people, but we don't take time to give to ourselves. Um, we don't say no to anyone. Right, no, that's that's a no-no word. Yeah, so just like when I was like, "Will you join and do this podcast?" You were like, I was like "Oh my god, yes!" I guess I have because my say boss yes. is asking me to do a podcast, yeah. and now you're regretting it. You're not getting to take so care of yourself because it's Friday much. at four forty, and you're recording a podcast. Regret. Um, my blood pressures. We'll talk. We'll talk about regret and all those emotions. Okay. Like that's a whole another <laughs> podcast. A different but podcast called I think regret. it's we don't value ourselves. Because I, th- I think that if we feel like if we take time to take care of ourselves, that in some way we're putting someone else that is important in our life mm-hmm. down a notch. Right. Does that make sense? And nobody wants to do that. Or nobody wants to feel like they're doing that. But you know that saying that's like you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you're not taking care of yourself, then all these people who are relying on you aren't going to be taken care of the way that, that you would like for them to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. If you're not taking care of yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that we hear that, and we, I think, I mean, I hear you say that, like, you're exactly right. Can't pour from an empty cup. We hear that. But then I think sometimes that people um, in our circles or whatever, like, they, we all say that to each other. Mm-hmm. But then, like, and I know that this has happened before where people do start to take care of themselves, and there are people in some circles that will be like, well, you know, they cut out of here at three o'clock every day, mm-hmm. or, um, they're not doing this or they're not doing that. Right. But So we got to be able to, we can't say that we need to take care of ourselves or tell other people that and then not, not practice it, practice it or, give, or, or allow people to do it without bashing right. somebody yeah. for doing it. Um, so you can have any of those gaps and we could have multiples. It might not just be one, it may have be many, but those are just some of the reasons why we probably don't take better care of ourselves. Sure. Um, out of those four, which one, which one resonates with you? Which one do you feel like is the biggest reason why you probably don't take care of yourself like you should? 
Well, I'm, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like I said earlier, like, I really do think the emotional intelligence one is me. Like, I, I don't know. And I think that kind of goes along with, like, I, I have, I have too many other things to do, too many other people to take care of. And so my needs aren't as important. So, like, I don't, my energy and the, the things that I need to do for other people, that's more important than spending energy on myself mm-hmm. to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm getting better. I've started eating better. Lost there you weight, go. you know. There you go. I don't know. Do you start to feel the benefits from it? Yeah. That scale. You see those numbers go down. <laughs> it feels real good. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, that's one of the typical things a lot of people think about with self-care is like, or you're not taking care, like maybe that has a negative connotation. You're not taking care of yourself. And sometimes people think that automatically means that somebody's kind of like getting out of shape, right? Like, right, uh, yeah. It doesn't have cause to the, be Because physically. the physical side is what we see of people. Like we see, but, you know, that could also be stress. You see people look tired. You know, they, they uh, but we don't often know like emotionally or mentally what people mm-hmm. are going through. And I think... Uh, now more than ever because of what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis that we've done a good job of I think overall just this is life right now and yeah. we're pushing forward and we're, we are being resilient but it's it's taking a toll on us whether we um, acknowledge it on a daily basis or not mm-hmm. um, so I think you know for for all of us, we need to look at those four things, the knowledge gap, the skills gap, the wheels gap, or the emotional intelligence. And we kind of have to define for ourselves, like, what's holding us back? Mm-hmm. You know, just like you said, you, you're, you feel bad putting energy toward yourself when, you, when everybody else needs something from you. Right. And I think we have to get to a place where we're okay and realize that we are, that we are valuable. Mm-hmm. And if, if you run yourself down in the ground, then you you have nothing to give to anybody right. else. Um, and it's always easier said than done. Always. But so, that's, that's always the first step in any kind of improvement. Like you have to admit that there's something to be improved upon before you can move forward. Absolutely. So you got to figure out which gap, which gap do you fit in? Are you asking yeah, me, or is that a rhetorical I, question? That's it's rhetorical, but it's also for you. I mean, I answered it. Why? You know, I, I wish I could give a different perspective or say something, have a different answer than you, just to give our listeners a, a different mm-hmm. avenue. But mine's exactly the same. It's yeah. just between, like you mentioned it earlier, the the staff here and the students here, and the and the parents. I feel like they're they're all my responsibility. Mm-hmm. And then I I do go home, and there's three kids and and a wife there that hasn't seen me all day, so. I try not to like take tons of work home and so I can spend with them and then by the time all that's over it's like one I don't have any energy at that point in time you mm-hmm. know and um, I want to get up in the morning and exercise because then they're all sleeping and I feel like I'm not taking away from anyone right. but in order to do that you got to get in the bed at a decent hour <laughs> and that doesn't happen either so um, somewhere in that middle of the day like if I come home from work that's when I really probably need to get 30 minutes of just, for me, exercise, because that makes me feel better. But I feel like I just got home. You know, I've been at work all day. Like, I'm going to go outside and go work out for 30 minutes and everybody's inside, so. But overall, don't you think if you, if you get home and you do, like, just 30 minutes, like, that's, that's not a huge time commitment. 
Yeah. And then you're going to feel better, and then you'll have more energy for your family. And so even though, yeah, it's 30 minutes right when you get home, don't you think overall it would – you're you're Absolutely. doing – you're practicing self-care at that point, but then your family also benefits from it as well. Yes, and I'll stress this point is that you're exactly right because I've done I it. I know I am. I, always, always. <laughs> I know I've done it before. Yeah. You know, it, it's not – I just don't do it on a consistent basis. So mm-hmm. I've done it before, and that's exactly what I take away from it is that – you know, by eight, seven thirty, eight o'clock or whatever, like they want to do this or do that. Like I'm tired. I don't feel like doing it. I don't have that pickup to to do that. And you get tired and irritable, and you kind of just you like get irritable. I don't. No but people, way. Do. I, I'm speaking in general <laughs> terms here. People, I don't. Sure. Um, but you, you know, you're just your mood is down and you're tired. Mm-hmm. You know how we all get. So I do know that it benefits. Mm-hmm. But even knowing that. I still wrestle back and forth between time with, you know, time with people versus time by myself right. and the value of it. So um, I, I want it, I want all, all people, especially the folks who work here at our staff and at Dakisville to take care of themselves. And, you know, as a leader, I feel like I need to do a better job of setting that example and encouraging other people to do that. Because that's another thing you don't, I don't want to tell people to do something, but not only me not setting that example, but me not providing opportunities or encouraging that with other right. people. Because you, I've worked for people before where they talk about that, but then the way they work you and the things that they ask you to do above and beyond certain things, like well, when are you? You're telling me to take right, care yeah. of myself, but you're running me in the. It's ground. like you know hosting an hour-long PD about self-care but then not allowing anyone to actually practice self-care. Like, how about instead of that being like, hey, take this hour to do this or this or this. Yes. To actually, you know, practice self-care. Yes. But then they give you a little pat on the back to say you're doing a great job. <laughs> take care of yourself. I didn't I didn't do that, did I? Are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, are you? Wait a minute. I'm kind of going back through the wheels here. I'm like, did I, did I provide a PD? <laughs> Are you just describing something I did no, here? No, that, okay. that was a generalized Great. statement. Yeah, that, that was awesome. I'll just say, I was thinking about when I was a first-year principal, um, we had to go to Columbia every every month for, uh, you know, like two days to do sessions and PDs. And it was great. It was awesome. But one of them was really good because we went and they gave us white space. And we didn't know what that really meant or what it was. Mm-hmm. But basically, we showed up for the first day. And then the second day was like, don't come back. Hmm. don't go back to your school don't it was basically take that time to reflect do whatever it is so you can get away separate from all the noise and all the stresses and everything so it was awesome that's nice it was awesome so that that is that's a good reminder for me as a leader don't do pds and not let people practice self-care pd on self-care and now i need this 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 and this from you by tomorrow you gotta do all that first you gotta front load all the stuff i need to do and then tell people to take care and go take a walk take care of yourself yeah so our second, uh, our part two of this podcast, mm-hmm. I think, uh, will be about closing the gaps. Right. So next time we'll talk, we'll talk more about, okay, we know what the gaps are. How do we, how do we close them? How do we close them? Okay. Thanks for joining us for our very first episode of Battle Teach, if you, if let, you it. let it. If you let it.